We'd like to welcome everybody into God's house tonight. What a joy it is to be here. And on prayer meeting night, it's been a long time since we've been here on Wednesday night. No, maybe about three months, I'm just guessing. Sure, it's good to be here. Good to see everybody. We've got a nice crowd. And uh, it's just such a blessing coming in and seeing other people coming in. And we talked and chatted. And it seemed like it just everybody just feels so upbeat. It's just such a blessing to be in the Lord's house. And I appreciate it. God's been real good to us. I'd like to read some scripture tonight from the uh, 10th chapter of the book of St. John. And uh, I want you to think about this. This is oh, it's just wonderful scripture, the words of our Lord. This is what Jesus said. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Well, I mean, that just nails it down. And I thank the Lord that salvation is like that. You got something you can depend on when you get saved. Say, okay, let's just have just a word of prayer and then we'll turn over to Brother Sean to lead the same as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your tender mercies. And uh, God, we just ask you blessings. And we, Lord, we praise you for letting us be in the church house for prayer meeting. And God, thank you for each one that's come this way. And uh, God, thank you for each one that might be watching and listening on the live stream. Uh, God, we pray for them also. And God, we just pray for this service tonight. God, just use it and let it be what you have it to be. Uh, speak to people's hearts. Our greatest heart's desire tonight would be for somebody to get saved. God, we praise you and we thank you. And we ask you these things in Jesus' name and amen. Go ahead, Bush.
Many times I have wondered about the sights of that city and all that mine. I shall behold. I will see all the wonders when I enter that city, there forever to be safe in his fold. Good to see people in seats. There's uh, three months when there's me, Doug, Terry, and Linda a lot of times. Um, still had great services. Still had really good services. Um, I think maybe instead of, of course, we're not having a handshake, but maybe if we can just get everybody to stand up. We'll take some prayer requests and any testimonies you guys might have. Anybody's got a prayer request? Unspoken prayer request? Remember that. Anybody else? 
Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Pray for Marshall too, but she's not doing good. All right. Yeah. Seen that on Facebook. That's good. time. Somebody else? Anybody else? Him. Came up the Albert Street steps twice, didn't come in. Any others? If not, I'll have Mike lead us in prayer.
Father mentioned that are so sick. We pray that you might visit them wherever they might be. Those in the hospitals, Lord, look down. Father, we comfort them. May they just cast their care that upon you, God, because you care for us. Lord, we ask that as we go with us through this service. God bless everything that would be said or done. Bless all our brothers and our sisters in the Lord that we might be able to come together time to time in one mind and one accord that we might see the Lord high and lifted up in our midst that our people might be saved before it's too late. Whatever is accomplished, we're going to be for it. We ask it in Jesus' name we pray and amen. Somebody reminded me it was my turn tonight, uh, Sunday night. Um, I'd just soon not know. <laughs> um, you know, all week long you can think of a thousand things to say when you get up here, but when you're standing here, the, your mind goes blank. But it's good to see everybody. Anybody have a song or anything on their heart to sing before we turn over to the preachers? Most of you know I will not stand here long. If not, I'm going to turn it over to my pastor. It's good to be here. I appreciate uh, what I feel already. I appreciate Elmer opening up, and I appreciate those good songs. Appreciate. Uh, Sean and Kendi leading those songs and uh, congregation singing. That just blessed my heart. Good to be here tonight. I'm going to ask again if somebody feels like singing a song. We've got a testimony. Uh, let's just let's mind the Lord tonight. Let's just follow him. Whatever you got to do for the Lord, do that. Nobody's got anything. We'll look at these preachers, see, see if one of them's got something or some of them's got something. Got uh, two up here and one back there. And all, uh, maybe some more. I, that's all the ones I see right now. But uh, any of you fellows is welcome. If you got something on your heart, just come ahead. Follow the Lord. Mind him tonight. Any one of these? Good and quiet. I got such a blessing. I already mentioned this, but I'm mentioning it. I got such a blessing coming in, and you can see people are so happy. And, and uh, uh, of course, I'm used to people being happy when they come to church. But it seemed like it had a little extra to it tonight. Getting to come to prayer meeting, get to come in, seeing each one that come in and just lit people's faces up with a, a little bigger smile. Everyone that come in is, oh yeah, they're here. And so it's great to be in God's house tonight. I appreciate it. Now, let me ask again. Not in a hurry, not trying to rush you. Anybody have a song tonight? More testimony? You're just welcome as you can be. <clears throat> Amen. Yeah, buddy. Amen. 
But that's right. Thank the Lord for that. Somebody else? Anybody? We keep praying. I may read a scripture here in a minute. Lord willing. I thought I might not, but now I think I might. And uh, you preachers still welcome. If you feel like it, I'll give you the mic. <clears throat> okay, I'd like to read from the 26th chapter of the book of Exodus. If you got your Bibles and want to read with me, feel free to do that. <clears throat> and uh, this is a chapter talking about God uh, gave Moses a pattern up on the mountain. He gave him a pattern. He wanted Israel to build a, a tabernacle. And, you know, they were on the way through the wilderness 40 years. And they needed a place to worship, needed a place for God to meet with them. God gave them the pattern for the tabernacle. And uh, we've preached some on the curtains and different things. But I want to go on down to about uh, the 15th verse in chapter 26. And Moses had been laying out what God said about the tabernacle. And down in verse 15, uh, he begins to tell them about the framework of the tabernacle. That's what this is about. I'll just tell you, it makes it easier to process it, probably when I read it. And uh, he said, And thou shalt make boards for the tabernacle of Shedom wood standing up. Ten cubits shall be the length of a board. And most of the researchers say a cubit's about a yard and a half. Ten cubits shall be the length of a board, and a cubit and a half shall be the breadth of one board. Two tenons shall there be in one board, set in order, one against another. Thus shalt thou make for all the boards of the tabernacle. Now, people that's been around woodworking and anything, well, they know what a tenon is. It's T-E-N-O-N. And uh, anytime you, you see a cabinet or uh, not all of them, but most of them, they've got like if two pieces is fit together on the corner, it's got like little fingers that fits in one another. And that's kind of interesting uh, because in the Hebrew, the literal meaning of the word tenon is fingers. And uh, it even refers to the fingers of a man's hand uh, or parts of a man's hand. But uh, here it says, uh, it says, two tenons shall there be in one board. And there's a reason for that. It said, set in order one against another, thus shalt thou make for the boards of the tabernacle. And thou shalt make the boards for the tabernacle, 20 boards on the south side southward. And thou shalt make 40 sockets of silver under the 20 boards, two sockets under one board for his tenons, and two sockets under another board for his two tenons. And then it goes on and talks about uh, the, that's the sides of it. And it talks about the, both ends of it. And uh, this is the, the north side and the south side that uh, uh, had the, the big part of it. So I want to I want to preach a little bit, and and I, if I'd have had kind of my way, I, I'd like to study this some more because there's so much more in it. But uh, with God's help, I'll I'll try to give you what I got, and uh, what He shared with me, and boy, it blessed my heart. Uh, those tenons uh, on the ends of those uh, uh, boards. Now it tells on down in here in this chapter said, uh, take those uh, uh, boards made out of sheet and what's it overlay them with gold. Now, you talk about something pretty, even before they got the curtains on this uh, tabernacle, uh, when uh, all these, and, and over here in the 35th chapter of the book of Exodus, uh, it calls those boards by another name, calls them pillars. Uh, 
Boy, I like that. It's got some pillars in there. And uh, if you were just standing back when they traveled and they were getting ready to put this thing back together, and, uh, uh, you know, and I, I got a thought about this. When they went through the wilderness, uh, I never did hear uh, or read uh, anywhere where they had to do maintenance on this building. Uh, they didn't have to uh, remodel it. Uh, you know, if you live in a house for a little while, uh, you about have to remodel it, uh, especially if you're married. <laughs> uh, you'll get some ideas about some things to remodel. Uh, but they didn't have to remodel the, the building. They didn't have to build onto it. Uh, they didn't say it's not big enough. They didn't have to downsize. Uh, when they started with the building, uh, it went all the way through the wilderness with them. And uh, if you were just standing back and watching them put it together when they traveled somewhere to stop, you see these uh, big, uh, long, uh, golden pillars uh, standing up there. And uh, boy, they were side by side and they were hooked together. And on the corners, there was an extra board to tie the side and the end together. But I don't want to get into that too much. I want to talk about these tenants. And uh, I read to you over here, uh, thought I might get back to it, but didn't know for sure uh, where Jesus said over here in the book of John, he said, my father, which gave them to me, he's talking about the sheep. I read that part. It's greater than all. He said, no man's able to pluck them out of my father's hand. And so I want to talk about those tenons, those, those fingers uh, on those pillars there, on those boards that stood upright. Uh, you talk about a, a real foundation. Uh, they had a uh, silver uh, foundation there. They had sockets, they call them. Uh, uh, maybe uh, in today's language, they might have called that a mortise, but back here they called it a socket. They had uh, silver sockets down there. And now, listen, uh, I want you to get this picture. Uh, in that silver socket, uh, there was uh, tenons uh, sticking up. Uh, David, uh, there was uh, uh, fingers sticking up. And uh, when they put that uh, golden uh, sheet of uh, board on there, uh, that was 10 cubits high, and it stood upright. And there was uh, fingers uh, reaching down. Uh, bitter hey, uh, that reminds me uh, of my relationship with God. Uh, that's, uh, that's where I'm founded at. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, listen, uh, Cooper, uh, tonight I'm glad that where I stand... I'm not just standing there wobbling, but I got somebody, Brother Sean, that's got a grip on me, and his hand is holding mine. Boy, I want you to think about this. We preach a lot of time, Brother Sean, about when we get saved, and this makes a good comparison. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. God brings you a faith through the gospel. And it's up to you to reach up to God by faith. And when you reach it up to God by faith, He reaches down with grace. And I'm telling you what, the best time ever happened to me, the best thing ever happened in my life, Roy, is when grace and faith got together. It made a new creature out of me. It made me a child of the king. Well, uh, I want you to think about these uh, pillars uh, standing here. Uh, they were the walls of the building. Uh, there was, uh, and I won't get into the curtains. Uh, that's another message on sale. But uh, they put the curtains uh, that went around uh, the temple, around the tabernacle. Uh, but uh, I praise God uh, for the pillars that are standing there that holds the structure together. Uh, and listen, uh, there's another point here. Uh, I've noticed all of my Bible reading since many years ago uh, uh, when you think about uh, uh, something that's got the number 10 on it it reminds me of the law 
uh, just like the Ten Commandments. Well, uh, I'm telling you what, those uh, pillars that were standing up here, uh, ten cubits high, uh, covered with gold, uh, reminds me of the law. Well, the tabernacle uh, uh, is a story about the law. Uh, and I'll tell you something else about the tabernacle. Uh, well, I wasn't going to get into this, but uh, I need to tell you, uh, if you go and read about the tabernacle and uh, where the furniture is placed in the tabernacle, in the holiest of holies, that's uh, clear to the west side, uh, in the holiest of holies is the Ark of the Covenant. And, and uh, then uh, there, there's an altar just on the outside of the holiest of holies uh, in the holy place. Uh, and uh, I can't uh, name multi, but if you look at the pictures of the furniture, uh, you draw a line down them. Uh, it's got the shape of a cross. I don't think that's a coincidence. I believe spiritually, I believe the tabernacle was telling us a story of the cross. And I know these, I know these upright pillars, these boards that was covered in gold, these, these boards that had the tenons on the feet of them. That was locked in down here in the silver sockets. Boy, I'm telling you, I'm glad, I'm glad, Mike, one time I got locked in. Boy, praise God, all these things weren't just standing there wavering in the wind, but they were solid. Let me give you another scripture, if I can find it. Over in the book of Psalms, if I can find this, listen, I said over Psalms 95 and 7, said, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Well, I'm glad I'm one of the sheep of his hand today. Are you in the Lord's hand? Uh, are you holding hands with God today? Uh, you need to be. Uh, that's where the safety is. But let me go on a little bit farther. Uh, talks about uh, today. Said if you will hear his voice. This is the same verse. Let me start again so you get it all. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, listen to me. There was times in my life I turned away God. He reached out to me and I wouldn't reach back. Boy, it's a sad time in my life. That was, that was dangerous. I shouldn't have done that. But Elmer, I'm glad for that night when I was about a 12-year-old boy and God reached down uh, and uh, his spirit touched me and uh, God's gospel had given me faith and God just said, reach out to me. You know what the Bible said? Seek and you shall find. Now, we preach you can't uh, do anything to save yourself. Amen. I preach that. But you do have to do something to get saved. You have to seek the Lord. You have to desire him. He's not an intruder. He won't knock the door down and come in. But he said, behold, I'll stand at the door and knock. And if any man will hear my voice and open to me, I'll come in. Jordan, I'm glad we got a God that's like that. Uh, he's got all power. Uh, he could uh, just, uh, with a little whisper of his voice, he could tear the door off the hinges. But he loved us so much. Uh, and he, uh, Jesus coming down on the cross, rose from the dead, and he's alive. And so God gives us opportunity. You know what? Everybody goes to heaven uh, will go because they wanted to go. Uh, well, now, wait a minute, preacher. Wouldn't everybody want to go to heaven? Well, let me qualify a little bit. 
People that goes to heaven will go because they want to go and they wanted to go enough to obey the Lord. You have to seek him. And so like it says here, uh, praise God. I'm telling you, I like this. Uh, when it talks about uh, we are the sheep of his hand. Well, now let's go back there in Exodus again. Let's uh, talk about this a little bit. Uh, two tenants uh, shall there be in one board, one set against another. That doesn't mean they were in opposition. It means uh, they were like shoulder to shoulder. Uh, boy, that's the way the grand old church is. And, and I'm telling you what, when you start talking about, and, and listen, uh, I read this, but I need to say something about it. He said, when you get those boards, he said, stand them upright, stand them straight. That's the way they grew. Uh, those trees grew that way. And when they harvested those trees and they made those boards, they stood them the way they'd grown. They stood them upright. They stood them straight. Well, I'm telling you, uh, figuratively speaking, we that are safe, we need to be standing straight and standing upright and standing in our place. Yeah. Oh, if you're here tonight and you're not spiritually in your place where you need to be, uh, get in because somebody needs to see uh, your testimony. Somebody uh, needs to see your light. Jesus uh, told us, uh, let your light shine. Boy, that's enough. Uh, get us a song, Brother Sean, if you will. That's probably enough preaching. And so, uh, like the psalmist said over there uh, today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Uh, we'll get everybody to stand up. Boy, I'm telling you what, those tendons, they bless my heart. I can just picture those fingers uh, on that uh, sheet of wood covered in gold. I can figure those fingers reaching down and then those silver sockets, those fingers reaching down. You know what? You know, there's an old saying, and something fits where it gets, boy, that fits, that fits like a hand in a glove. I'm telling you what, these fit better than that. They, they fit like a hand in a hand. And you know, we like to shake hands. We haven't been doing that here for a while because of the circumstances. But I like it when you get a good strong uh, grip on a handshake. It comes from the heart. Not just from the elbow, but from the heart. Well, I'm telling you what, when God gets a hold of you, it comes from the heart of God. Now listen. I want to say this, then we'll let them sing. And I appreciate them. Uh, listen tonight. If you're here and you've never been saved. Now, that doesn't mean you be religious. I'm not asking you if you're a churchgoer. I'm saying if you've never had an experience in your life where you was born again, where you, your sins was all washed away and peace came in your soul, you need that. That's the only way to go to heaven. Be born again. Jesus said in John 3, 3, except a man be born again, he shall not see the kingdom of heaven. That's man, woman, boy, or girl. That's the whole family of man. Listen tonight. If you're here and lost, come pray. Sing when you get ready. If you're out of fellowship, come pray. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. <clears throat> Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Do you have the blood of Jesus? Well, preacher, how do I know? Well, if you have it, you can feel it in your soul. You can feel that peace. I, I believe everybody that's saved has a time and a place they can go back to in the recollection of their mind and heart where the things changed in your life. I can't give you every detail about salvation. I can't give you every detail even about my own experience. But I can tell you part of it. And the main part I can tell you is when that burden left, when I got peace in there. If you don't have that peace, you might be a fine person. But if you're not born again, you're not on your way to heaven. It takes being born again. 
takes being born again to go to heaven. Think about those hands together. Does God's spiritual hand have a hold of the hand from your soul? Are they together? You know, we should sometimes, and I know, I know what people mean, and I say it too, is hold on to the Lord now. Hold on, hold on to the Lord. And we need to try to do what God wants us to. But I'm glad he has a better grip than I do. He can hold on to me when the things of life are very, very challenging and life gets very tough. We get down in a valley. Preacher, you don't get in a valley, do you? Sure do. This will sound real silly. It's true. Sometimes I get in more than one valley in a day. But God's able to get me out of the valley. He helps me. Amen. Pause just a minute. And we have to sing a note. I believe somebody needs to come tonight. Nothing to be afraid of or ashamed of. We're not going to ask you embarrassing questions and we're not going to insist that you make a speech. Certainly not. They didn't do me that way when I got saved and I'm saved and I belong to the church and have a long time. I just told them I was saved. Once I got saved, I told them. Didn't actually tell them that night, I told them the next day. But I'm glad tonight that the church loves you and God loves you. And if you've got that feeling stirring down inside, there's just something missing in me. I just don't really have what I need to have. I just don't feel right. I'm just not sure of this. I'm telling you what, God can make you sure, and he will make you sure if you'll seek him. God will let you know for sure. Preacher, how can I know for sure? Well, you talk to God about it, and he can fix it. He can let you know for sure. I'd ask mommy questions like that before I got saved. Mommy, how will I know for sure? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get confused. Maybe I'll think I'm saved and I'm not. Or maybe I won't. She said, honey, and I asked her so many times. She probably got aggravated, but she never really did show it. She said, honey, if you come and get saved, you'll just know it. You can feel it in your soul. She said, if I could explain it better, I would. But you have to experience it for yourself. So, Listen tonight, and I came to the altar more than once before I got saved. Most people just come one time. A lot of folks get saved on their way starting up the aisle. Uh, but in my case, I came more than once. Well, did that hurt you? No. I'm just glad I got saved. If you're here tonight and God's speaking to your heart, come and pray. If you don't get satisfied, you get up and go back to your seat. No harm done. Haven't lost a thing. But if you come and really talk to the Lord and you get where you need to and God saves your soul, you've got eternal life and a home in heaven. Well, everybody mind the Lord. God, church, if God gives you something to do, do it. Sing us one more song. Right. Please obey the Lord. If one of you preachers got something to add to help an invitation, you're welcome. If you want to extend an invitation, you're welcome. Listen. Oh, listen. Boy, it's good. Listen to that good song. Then they called upon yeah. Will you call on him tonight? Please obey the Lord. Yeah. Boy, that's right, boy, that I was preaching about. Praise God. I believe God's reaching out his hand. And he'll give you the strength to reach up by faith with your spiritual hand. Will you do that? Boy, God's able. Will you let him? Will you let him in?
let him in tonight. Amen. Boy, that's good singing. I appreciate you. I appreciate both of you, Sean and Candy. I appreciate y'all singing, leading the singing. Appreciate the Lord passing by, and that's much as I've got. I, I'd be willing to go farther, but that's as far as I uh, see my leadership. But now, if somebody's got something else, one of you other preachers, if you, even if one of you wants to come and preach, it'll tickle me. I'll be tickled to death. And if you've got a song to sing or a testimony, you can still do that. Anybody's got anything, do it. That God's wanting you to do. Like one old preacher said, plus nothing, minus nothing. I believe that was Bob Jones the first I heard say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh. Bless you, Lord. Yeah, and come on. It wasn't worth anything. Bless him. Help him. And I'm glad when Christ saved me. Yeah, he come on. Yeah. Amen. I'm so close in that joint ring. That's right, dude. Amen. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's amazing to me how good God is. Right. And uh, I'm thankful that even though we've not been gathering here, I've been just as close to the Lord as when I, we were out. Well, sure. That's how good God is. Amen. And it is. Right. He doesn't make anything half-hearted. Amen. And I'm glad it's that way. That's good. Boy, that's well said and well explained. And I like that. He puts everything together precisely. Nothing half-hearted. That's good, Jordan. Somebody else got something? Sure good to be here. This is, just, this is wonderful. And we got a nice crowd. Anybody else got anything before we come to close? I'll tell you what, I'll be praying for church Sunday and Sunday night. And we got lost people, let's be praying for them. And and church, let's pray for those that just recently got saved and those just recently joined church. You know, you know how it is. Paul talked about it when I would do good evil's presence. When you start doing stuff for the Lord, the devil tries to sidetrack you. And he does that all the way. You know, when you're lost, he tries to sidetrack you from going to altar. He can't stop you if you're willing to follow God. Once you get saved, start serving the Lord. He tries to get in your way and sidetrack you from serving God. Once again, he cannot stop you if you want to serve God. You can. If you want to serve God, you can. That's absolute positively truth. Okay, so let's pray for all those folks. Any others? I appreciate you leading tonight, Elmer. And uh, appreciate everybody's here. If nothing else... Time to come to a close. Jordan, I'm going to ask you if you pray dismissal.
come to your house. Yes, Lord. Lord, we're so thankful and so honored to be.